Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League uh, and Korean football in general, I guess, for tonight's show. Uh, today's a very special episode. I'm joined, as always, unfortunately, by Paul, uh, but we actually have... Good evening. Good, good evening, Paul. <laughs> good evening, Mark. <laughs> I was going to get to your actual hello, Paul, in a minute, but we're also joined tonight by longtime Songnam fan and general K-League expert aficionado... Tom Kenkenny Dumbarton Tom Lee. <laughs> Hello, good evening, Tom. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? All good. Um, just um, as you know, try to act myself like they'll fly all the way from Australia, but uh, I'm not. <laughs> well, last time you, you were on the podcast, we did it actually over Skype, right? Right. Yeah. But this time you're actually here in person. Yeah. Uh, for a, a couple more weeks, and then you're back off the back off the Oz. Right. Yeah. But you'll be our roving expert reporter on the A League. Yeah, I've been uh, so, so a while, and better uh, I tell McIntyre that, right? Yeah. Because he's been dumped all of a sudden after last after two weeks ago, right? <laughs> but anyway, if you're listening, Scott, uh, I hope you enjoyed Vietnam getting through we'll get to that in about 10 seconds yeah? yeah so obviously tonight we're going to talk about the Asian Cup which is ongoing still uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the I guess the fallout or the aftermath of Korea's 2-0 victory over China Watergate Watergate we're going to call it Watergate <laughs> Bentogate he's been boxed in sorry I've been thinking that line all day um, the key league fixtures were also announced K1 uh, now all three of us are actually interested in K1, which is fantastic. Right. <laughs> First time in two years. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. the highlights, uh, you know, particularly when me and Paul are going to do it through the fence. Paul didn't come out right. Uh, some transfer updates, brief transfer updates. We'll talk about who John Book have basically signed. And uh, there's a double che for us, right? Double, yeah. double che story. Okay, I'm not Paul's sure what you mean to, by that. Paul's going to take us through both of the che stories. What, what's the second one? I think you should have briefed me. <laughs> we'll get to the time, I guess, right? Okay. You ask, so, you ask me a leading question and I'll give you the answer you want. I will. At my discretion, right? Um, so I guess first up is the Asian Cup. Um, well, first up is, is the intro music, I guess. You chose it this week. I did. First time in a while. First time. First time, actually, probably, right? Uh, it was Yellow by Coldplay. Okay. Is there a reason for that? Uh, there is indeed, actually. Um, I guess... There's been a lot of talk about the fact that three teams can qualify from a group, and you know the Asian Cup has been extended to having almost as many teams as the World Cup, which is kind of farcical. But anyway, um, and I guess uh, Vietnam, every 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 Korean's favourite <laughs> second team, I guess, and vice versa, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they qualified uh, for the knockout stages. Despite finishing, I'll probably get this wrong, but I'm sure someone here will correct me. Right. Despite finishing <laughs> on the same points, on the same goals, on the same goals for, and in the same head-to-head as Lebanon. And they still qualified because they got a better disciplinary record, i.e. less yellow cards. Would you rather they tossed a coin? No, I mean, if you're going to do it, let's do it based on the ineptitude of yeah. Asian referees, right? Because there's been some pretty horrendous referees so far. True. <laughs> some of whom weren't from Asia, to be honest. 
that, that's the, a the good guy point. they were complaining of the other day was from Mexico, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's a good point. And I was flicking through yesterday, so I was a, a referee from Spain, refereed <laughs> one of yesterday's matches. So I know there was, um, I, I know that Scott McIntyre was actually complaining about the worst refereeing he'd ever seen. And I actually, ironically enough, I think it was actually in a Vietnam game he was talking about as well. So I guess that horrendous referee may have actually fact got Vietnam through. More yeah, than I was pretty it. surprised when I see the kind of he was Mexican, the guy, the the terrible referee. Because like you know when you see the Asian referees, if you we all experienced like ACL, so yeah. we guess like oh another AFC, you know typical a- AFC refs. And then you found out that they're actually Concacaf. Yeah, yeah like, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just stunned that they never brought anyone from Scotland. Right. <laughs> As sure a Celtic fan, right? There's quite a few I could have put in a plane. Right. There's some Scottish referees used somewhere recently, wasn't there? Hmm. I don't remember what it, what it was for, but for, they were for that board practice in the Celtic dressing room, probably. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, anyway, let's get on to the actual football. So I guess we'll, we'll start with that Korea game. Uh, did anyone manage to watch it and not actually both Korea games there's, there's two the Korea games since yeah. last time we, we podcast so. there was the game against uh, Kyrgyzstan Kyrgyzstan yeah. uh, I will put my hand up and honestly admit I fell asleep and missed the goal <laughs> I, be, I had been drinking a little bit right. so I'm going to say it wasn't just the game so I, I know it finished 1-0 Kim Min-jae. yeah wasn't it Philippines <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> no, the Philippines was the first game that finished one 0 Wang Yijo scored right. a goal. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. they beat Kyrgyzstan one or two 0 right? One 0 One 0 I think there's not much differences between two games. That's yeah. why we a bit of yeah. They've kind of just merged into one. And what was really interesting is it's not just me and you, but that's actually yeah. Korea <laughs> game from as well. So I'm very very happy that it's not actually just me. I have no interest in the, in the national team, I guess. Right. Um, so the game that we are going to talk about then mostly obviously because there's a lot of fallout just to so ask you one question obviously yes. the Kyrgyzstan keeper had a mare against China in the first game hmm. was it a different keeper for the Korea game? it was indeed it looked different yeah well and yeah, from not, their not only did game. it look different he was called yeah. something different as well right <laughs> I, I, I actually watched the first half of um, China versus Kyrgyzstan and then I see the kind of notice that the keeper actually changed it from that game so, yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, he Against China, he jumped up and pummed the ball in his own net as equaliser. And unless he had as amazing a hair transplant as Paul gets on his TV show, <laughs> it was definitely a different guy. Yeah, most impressive so, dunk since then, Air Jordan. Yeah, so crazy, yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely not the same Ooh. guy. You set that one up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a different goalkeeper, but he didn't. He wasn't able to keep out uh, Korea in that game either. Yeah. True. Um, I mean, I think for the first two games, obviously, they were sonless. Um, and I guess, um, personally, I thought they were poor both games. I mean, I was expecting Korea to be going, I mean, against those two teams anyway. Yeah. They going out scoring three, four goals. And I, I just found them. Wang Yi Chan, I think you called him the nutcracker, right? Or yeah. something, right? <laughs> um, I think Wang Yi Chan is a, a, a frustrating player to have in any position in a, in a team to be perfectly honest like, I don't know what he's like in his club form but for the national team he, he he's really bad I think like the Shin Tae-yong has been a bit of an advocate of him as like saying he there must be someone who try to just penetrate into the defence when you're going to turn back opponents so mm. I think it's a fair bit not for he's trying to just put his efforts to just dribble all the way around but the thing is it's his finish it's yeah. terrible it's, it's the, terrible. The, one of the most terrible yeah. thing in the world you ever I mean, seen they, 
I, I could be wrong in saying this, but wasn't it Wangy Chan who missed the open goal against Sweden in the last minute? They could have levelled it. I yep, think it was, so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was right. Yeah. So it's not as if it's just under Bento. I mean, he's been doing it right all, uh, all year. Yeah. So who would you have on instead? Ethan well, Lowe? I would have Ethan Lowe instead, <laughs> which we're going to get to in a second, right? But I'm going to get to yeah, that in a second. Yeah. So let's move on to Korea China. Um, I mm. guess, and then we'll, we'll do a kind of review of the groups in general. So Korea-China, uh, supposedly, allegedly, on paper, Korea's toughest toughest uh, challenge so yeah. far. They had Son flew over, right. three, arrived three days before, two days yeah. before, something like that, um, was mobbed at the airport by yeah. everyone who recognised him, and um, <laughs> I guess... Uh, so he, he, he started, the, I guess the, the big talking point was would he start, would he... He was captain, no less. He, he was captain, no less, yeah. as well. He was also influential in his dive that won the penalty. <laughs> and, his, and his corner that scored. Which one of the three times he was hacked down was the dive then? He was not touching any of the three of them. Ooh. <laughs> he, 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 he dived for that penalty. Right. I, I, I've seen it from mm. three different angles. Mark, I did not believe it was a penalty. You're in your mid 40s now, it's time to go to the optician and get your eyesight checked. Um, <laughs> I have perfect 10 10 vision. Um, <laughs> but maybe, maybe it was a. Maybe it was it was a it was a. It's pretty soft though. He yeah. won it. That, is is yeah. that the line I'm supposed to use? Yeah. He had every right to go down. He had there. every right to go down. That's the one. <laughs> um, so up step Wangy Joe. Yep. Taking his first ever penalty for, for the national team. Um, designated almost, by Bento. Yeah. Yeah. So allegedly designated before the game started by by, by Bento. Of course, it's not the first time Wangy Joe scored from a Korean penalty. He did score yeah. Son's horrendous. When it's the poor penalty in one of the friendly games, right? Wang Joe turned in the rebound. He doesn't even like, kick the penalties in the Gamba, as far as I know. So, well, did he even take yeah. it for Songnam? No, I mean, he, when he was there, like the Kim Tuyon was for right, Songnam, granted. so he just took the penalties. Yeah, so I, I don't really know if that's maybe the first yeah. penalty he's ever taken in his career. <laughs> uh, but he scored it, probably not the greatest one I've ever, <laughs> no. I've ever seen taken, but far better than Son's last two, right? True. Um, and yeah. 1-0 um, and then uh, yeah I don't know what actually happened to him during the penalty but he, his neck was covered in blood right I think it happened before yeah or, was, it, was it before yeah from the uh, the one before the Kyrgyzstan ones yeah. oh, okay yeah some some wag tweeted from our account or something about that yeah that wasn't very funny I, I, I don't need that tweet <laughs> anyway um, so that was 1-0 uh, Korea um, obviously we, we mentioned the score earlier it finished 2-0 uh, second goal was Son Corner. I've got to admit, don't like the guy, but perfect, perfect corner. Uh, Kim Min Jae bullet header, two 0 game over. True. There was an, yeah, there was an interesting fact that I just uh, read from the interviews afterwards, like saying that actually, the Kim Min Jae pointed out uh, there's an interesting fact for his header, as in he scored a, that same header against the um, Kyrgyzstan, mm -hmm. and then like the, at that time as well, and then also for the China's um, China games. Um, Huang Ijo was the one actually in their tactic who's going to take the nearest post, near post. And then like Huang Ijo comes out to him and is saying, hey, change our positions and you're going to be the first and I'm going to be the second. And every time he do that, he scored. Yeah. So yeah, I think he, he just tried to say something good for Huang Ijo anyways, but like, yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. So everyone's talking about Son's contribution. I'd like to talk about Huang's. Yeah. Scored the penalty, <laughs> tactically changed everything, uh, got the second goal. Yeah. Um, guy's a legend. True. Yeah, Going to be playing in Europe at the top. 
It's <laughs> it's your statement, right? Yeah, here. Norway, Norway, Sweden, somewhere like at the top of Europe, right? Um, Faroe Islands. Faroe Islands. Yeah, that's what you'll be. You'll be you'll be in Greenland before the night's out. Um, so at this point, two now, uh, maybe twenty minutes left or something. I can't actually remember exactly how 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 long was left. Do you think Bento at that point should have taken Son off? No. No. Okay. Tom, you think he's taken Son off? I should have. Yeah. Okay. But for me, I like. Um, I think like there's kind of idea like he got anyways. If you win that game, then you're gonna have like the seven days in your hands at least. Yeah. So it could be a kind of a biggest warm up you're gonna ever hand until like someone's gonna be totally exhausted. Yeah. Okay. And at the point when he just uh, come up from from the pitch, I could see his face was like, "Fuck, just right now." <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it might be a little bit late, but I think like there must be some intentions. Okay. So it's going to be fine, I think. So the idea was that if they won, they played on Tuesday, right? Yeah. And if they lost, they play on like... Three days after. Yeah, somewhere, yeah. right? So, so there's a bit of a difference in when they play. Right. Okay. In my opinion, since he joined the squad late, it's better to give him more game time with his fellow players in a game which was relatively easy so they can get used to each other and figure mm. out each other's runs and how they're going to work 100% agree with that Paul Yeah, 100% was... agree if you arrive in the squad late you should get a lot more game time and when a game's already won right but it was do we all agree on that it was a bit of interest I mean there's an interesting thing like actually you pointed out from the, the, the former episode that like, you don't like Son because when he joins like he just played for himself yeah. not about the team itself but uh, this time it's totally you know the other way around because like he just walk in the middle of the park just try to pass the ball into mm-hmm. spaces so he tried to be a more lubricate like whole team. So I think it was pretty good effects on the whole team. You're never going to get me to say anything positive ever about Son Young Min, right? <laughs> it's never going to actually come out. I'm never going yeah. to say it. But yes, I agree. Yeah. Like, this when, time. when I was talking to to Scott, I did say that I think Korea's a better team without Son. But I, I will admit, against China, he did play like a team player. Yeah. He didn't play like a team player in the World Cup. He didn't play like a team player in the Asian Games, but he did. He this did time. This yeah. time. Maybe because he, he's exempt from the military, now he can actually relax. <laughs> no, <laughs> Fair point. Maybe yeah. that's why. Fair because point. Because in Asian Games, he was so obsessed about getting that gold medal. Right, yeah. But as we said, we would agree that anyone called up late to a squad should get as much game time as possible, unless your name is Yi Sung-woo. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently seen, Save right? the water bottles. Diff- yeah. Different situation, though. Different situation. So you called it Watergate, Paul. Can you tell us why it's called Watergate? Apparently, when the third substitution was made and he knew he wasn't going to get on the pitch, he kicked a water bottle in frustration. <laughs> um, so this it is... should be fined 30% of his match fee. <laughs> Which is zero anyway. So, so this is what I find. So that I, I, I want to have this... I mean, I know that we're kind of stuck a little bit for time tonight, but I want to have this quick conversation. Is that a good thing from a player or a bad thing from a player? So being frustrated at not getting game time, it's should good. a player care or should a player not care? Paul? He should care, but he shouldn't. Uh, display his his uh, emotions like that. Okay, Tom, should he care or should he not care? I think, yeah, I think like it wouldn't be really great for the team itself. But the thing is, uh, it actually wrapped up well because I've seen like I read the article about like the, um, the you know elder members of like the whole teams like that they brought him down to the uh, some special restaurant like to bring all the samgyeopsal together <laughs> okay so okay. I think it's pretty wrapped up well anyway okay. it's not easy to get samgyeopsal in, in, yeah. in Dubai can't imagine it. it's easy I'm not really sure where they got that but okay fantastic so I mean there's been a lot more coming, kind of coming out um, in the aftermath of the game um, obviously Yi Sung-woo is only there because 
Nasango um, yeah. got injured, right? Yeah. And then uh, he's now in Japan now, right? Which we, I guess we'll talk about in yeah. a couple of minutes. Um, so the rumour, or what I read today, seemed to be that the KFA told Bento to call up Isangu. Is that right? Is and that right? the KFA denied it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like the, there's no point. Like they, then they say, why, why would he like to appoint it like the foreign manager? Then you know, okay, you will bring like the career managers and ask them. It makes sense, but when you bring the foreign managers, they don't expect that you know it would be accepted. Okay. So they didn't do that. They okay. said, and um, I think it's pretty fair enough to guess that a lot of rumors around it, because like when your you know teams is pretty going well. The, the people need some news. Yeah, and yeah. Every single small thing is like going to be the bigger news than ever. Okay. Yeah. But, but I, don't, I don't see why he would expect to play because you assume you picked a squad of what, 22, 24? Mm. Mm-hmm. That means one player for each position and one understudy. Mm. So if now I don't know if now was the first choice or the, or the second choice in his position, but he's gone home. So there was already one guy in the squad yeah. to cover that position. So why would the guy that was called up late expect to go straight into the squad? I mean, from, from what I've read, especially from the guys at the tavern, they, from what they've been saying is, you know, if, and I think also I read this and Steve, Steve Hanna thinks said this, that nobody would have been really bothered, you know, if they'd actually just kept Na mm-hmm. in, in Dubai and just said, look, you're injured, you're not going to play, but you were an understudy anyway. But the fact that they actually pulled Isan U from, um, from Verona all the way over, but he was just getting game time, People think maybe that's why he's getting so frustrated because he was just getting game time. He was just he he just broken through into in the squad, and you know he's frustrated because you pulled me away from my club, would have just got into the team. Now I'm going to miss a couple of games. Personally, I don't know if I if I really buy that myself. Sounds like I don't want to be harsh, but that sounds like a lot of rubbish to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can understand his emotion that way, but if whoever is ahead of him in the squad gets injured, then he'll then presumably he'll be straight in there. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to imagine he's not going to play now. I mean, if he, if he was going to play, he'd have played him in one of the, the three group games. Uh, got to imagine that that now, going forward against Bahrain, potentially uh, Iraq, and then potentially Australia before uh, Iran, I mean, where is he soon going to play? And which yeah. one of those games is he going to make it? Was there any option for him, like, to say no to national team if you were pretty good in there? Like, no to Brexit-ish? Brexit's <laughs> <laughs> a bad word. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you can say no. I mean, I, I don't know. Korean culture-wise, I don't know if, yeah. if you get called up. If, I'm fairly certain if I'd have been a, let's say, for example, a Scotsman or, or an Englishman. Maybe not an Englishman these or Ryan days. Ryan Giggs. Well, yeah, but I mean, under Southgate... Yeah, there's not, not, some, a bit different, not, right? not many withdrawals. But, but yeah. under, you know, under Strachan, under yeah. McLeish, for Scotland, you, you, someone would have just pulled out and said, no, 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 I've got I've got ear sickness or something. I don't think they would have quit their club team to go over but if career, as, as an understudy. If career goes all the way, uh, he'll they'll get a medal, right? A winner's medal. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he'll be, oh, I'm not going to accept this because I've not played a minute of the, any game? Or you, mean think, oh, like, you mean like a certain... Mohican wearing six foot five Korean that won't ever serve in the army despite not playing the final. You mean that guy? Yeah. Okay. Or well, do you think he'll be happy to celebrate with the lads? I think he'll be happy celebrating with a bottle of Halasan soldier, to be perfectly honest, before he gets back in his fight to Spain or wherever he plays. I don't think he'll care. I mean, that's another medal in his, in his cabinet, right? If they get there, that is, yeah. yeah. So obviously, um, we've talked about two teams that through Korea, through Japan. 
uh, Vietnam are through. I mean, everyone, I guess all, no no real shocks, to be perfectly honest, that the big hitters are, are all through. Uh, Korea... They only got rid of eight teams out yeah. of 24, right? So. Yeah. So it would be a huge shock if one of the, the big <laughs> yes. hitters didn't make it. But what is a little bit of a shock is, is Australia finishing second, which means they now fall into uh, the path of Korea a little bit, uh, now potentially in, in the semi-finals. On the other hand, they've avoided Saudi because they also finished second. So. Yeah, yeah. Like said, yeah. So I did watch, just really briefly, I watched the Japan-Uzbekistan game last night. Uh, Uzbekistan were, were unlucky they, they played pretty good football yeah. at, at points so do you, they think, could meet, you uh, think they can beat Australia? I think Australia will win that to be honest but Australia are, are, all, over, are all over the place right now I mean but they seem to click a little bit even, lot, even though they lost two goals against Syria but they did click yeah. three goals I would imagine they were just a little bit too much for Uzbekistan maybe. Yeah, I've seen most of their group stage games and I feel like they don't have anyone linked between the fours and midfields they have a pretty good midfields, but the thing is, they don't. They have nobody to score. Yeah. And their uh, defenses like lose a lot of like interest. I mean, like attentions and interest sometimes. It yeah. Like <laughs> in the middle of the game, so I think like that's why they've been really struggling in the group stages. And uh, they will be happening again anytime in the knockout tournaments. To yeah. be honest. I mean, I think Uzbekistan may have enough, but I don't know. I, th- I think Australia will, Australia will probably see that one through. Mm. Japan, yeah, they looked. I mean, when they had to score, they scored Muto, the guy from Newcastle scored. Yeah. I did notice that I was going to watch it impartially until I saw Makino and then I, I remember Jeju and I suddenly was screaming for Uzbekistan. And then my wife came home and that just compounded the screaming for Uzbekistan, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, but let's not go down that road. Okay, anything else in the Asian Cup? Uh, quick chat about North Korea. Officially the worst team <laughs> ever in the history. Um, are you surprised how bad they've been? No, not with the lead-up that they had when there was a whole bunch of stuff talking about uh, players that I think they've been. I think they've been awful since since Anderson left, right? But then nobody knows anything at all yeah. about them since Anderson's left because there's no. Even Han Guangzhong, they you know he sent off like the right away from the first game, so like they had he had no chances for the second game. Yeah. And even the third game, like you know, no matter what, he's out there or not. Like yeah. they're pretty rubbish to be honest. I mean, to say. what was it the last thing? Was it? They lost 6 0 the second game, right? 6 0 to yeah. Qatar, I think 4 1 to Lebanon. Lebanon last night. Yeah. And the first game, they got humped 4 something as well. Yeah, right? yeah they lost 4 in the first. So, so four like basically. 4 0, 6 0. So, like, 4 1, something like so that. So they shipped 14 goals or something like that over, <laughs> over three games. Whereas Korea, yeah. uh, the Republic of Korea, haven't conceded a, a, a single. So there was a kind of bit of um, discussions, initial discussion I heard like uh, last year about like they're forming a unified Korea team for an Asian Cup and then like. You know, it might be a disaster. You know, it would be a disaster. I mean, yeah. but you have to look at it and say it would pretty much be a disaster. I mean, right. I mean, we don't know what happens in North Korea in terms of the training regime or whatever, but it's mm. obviously not working. Yeah. Uh, and they had a disaster. They didn't qualify for the East Asian Cup either yeah. Yeah. by losing to Hong Kong, I think it is, <laughs> in the qualifiers. Uh, and they had a nightmare in the Suzuki Cup as well, right? True, they, true, yeah. They, they didn't even get the group or something like that as well, right? But... You would think that if they, so if they did a unified team, that's that could seriously screw up Korea's FIFA ranking, right? Because a unified yeah. Korea wouldn't yeah, count for wouldn't, ranking points. Yeah, no, not at all. It could could screw up their seedings for future tournaments yeah. and things like that. I don't, I don't think anyone with a anyone with a clue about football would, would actually push that one. <laughs> so it'll probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> no one the guys that are in charge of Korean yeah. football will probably happen, yeah. 
Uh, and last, before we move on, what, which which team has impressed you the most? Who do you think is going to go on and win? Uh, it's going to be Iran for, for, for me. I said it before the tournament started. For me, it's Iran. They haven't. I don't know if they've impressed me or they've just kind of um, confirmed what, what I thought. I think that's the team to beat. And Japan looked good last night. They looked as if they might be taking but it. That's the only game they look good, to yeah. be honest. But yeah. they, they looked as if they were finally taking it a bit, a bit yeah. more seriously than, they've been, than they normally do. Korea, honestly, I just, I, I just don't think, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not convinced that Bento is going to lead them to Asian Cup glory. That's what I'm going to say. To be perfectly honest. Well, they, they've been giving out solid gold medals left, right, and centre. So the curse is going to be lifted. No. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I guess we'll, we'll maybe write a blog yeah, article yeah. about that. Won't we? <laughs> not about that, but sort of tangentially related. Sort of. Okay. So that's all the talk about the Asian Cup. Well, I guess right. we'll kind of now move on to the the K League. The K the K one fixtures came out um, last week. The day after we recorded. The day after, the day before it was published. Yeah. Published, right? <laughs> so the day after we recorded, the day before it was published. So right? we, d- we delayed recording this one to Friday on the assumption that K two would come out today. Um, <laughs> have you got them to hand? Uh, no, but I guarantee they're getting processed right now. Just in time for us to miss it again, yeah. Obviously, um, for me, it was great to see Songnam getting drawn against, not drawn against, but, yeah. you know, like, once more visiting places like John Book and, of course, the Big Bird. There is no finer game than yeah. being at that stadium when it matters, when you care. So where do you open up? Uh, we open up down in... Gyeongnam. Uh, Gyeongnam, yeah. yeah. I guess Changwon. Yeah, Changwon. Next um, to Busan. So I am going. It's March first. Oh dear! It is a holiday. It is a red day. Yeah. And uh, it is a an a, a Mr. Mark has permission day from the missus <laughs> as well. So I don't know what's going to cost me. Yeah. It's probably going to cost me a jacket yeah. or something. But anyway, I am going. So I'm going to book my KTX tickets pretty soon. Oh, so you're not going to take like the clubs offering some, you know, away buses? Um, do you know what? I've I've done the away buses before, but they take a really long time. Oh, you should take the bus down and get the train back. Yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, because I took the last time I took the bus was in the playoff, the, mm-hmm. the final day of the season against yeah. Pohang. Oh no! And oh my god! I mean, it was like it was. Uh. It, I felt like it was six hours down, six hours back. It, it was. It was. It, it was. I, I did it twice with Pohang. Yeah. I go back one time at one o'clock in the morning and stuff. So yeah, I'm probably going to pass. Yeah, anywhere more than three hours taking. Like, yeah, even yeah. if you're winning six nil. Like, yeah. After three hours, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I probably take, yeah, I might take the bus down and, and the train back then. That's probably the cheapest way of doing it. And your first home game. First home game. Well, let's talk about first home game. <laughs> so the first home game is obviously uh, against. Round 19, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the first home game uh, is actually not at Tanchon. Uh, Tom's going to tell us why that is. So the first home yeah, game is at the, Moran, right? Yeah, Tanchon's got to be in refurbishment of the whole tracks and the pitches and whatever, like the whole facilities. So they can't really take us for the home games for the first half. Okay. So we're going to be in uh, old Moran, the, you know, the surrounded by the whole motels and the old areas, which is famous for a lot of... Um, the animal rights activists 
days. I'm really, I'm really glad that you said that. This is a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because then we'll even go with that motel conversation. That's um, what the, every single the Song of Fans saying. Like, you know, you're just uh, going to tell the family to come to the game and then you're going to see what's going on the way from the Moran Station <laughs> yes, to the stadium. It's, it's yeah, a pretty it's, interesting area. Yeah, true. I, I've, I've been in Moran once for a reserve game. Yeah. Um, and it was, wow, it was an eye-opener. That is, that is... Mm. That, it's if a you bit seedy. I mean, if you if you ever, if you ever can't find anywhere, you know, like yeah. a hotel that's that's available, there's plenty of. It's kind of your own for. Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something. Who's um, who's the opponent? The opponent is uh, nobody important. <laughs> so uh, let's just move on. Yeah, exactly. Nobody important. It's it's last year's playoff. Yeah. Uh, team. So, this week I've been setting up the the K League prediction game for this season okay. and oh, I've cool. chucked in a couple of bonus questions one of which is <laughs> oh. will Songnam get more points per game at Moran or Tanchon oh, that's an interesting that's, question yeah, pretty good. So, before we, be, we move on and look at some other fixtures um, I mean as a, as a lifetime Songnam fan you know that you've been in, in Moran I mean like Moran was the home yeah. of you know the, I, I could be wrong here but you know like victories like Champions League victories like league victories do you think is that I mean, do you think a lot of the, the kind of older fans will be happy going back there, thinking, you know, first year back in the K1, back in our spiritual home? Um, or do not, you think everyone thinks, God, it's a... It's sort of dunk. okay for the first half. Okay. But the thing is, like, still a lot of fans is thinking about, like, the facilities okay. as well. And um, a lot of fans has actually got used to the Tanchon. And in the meantime, the Songnam fans knows, knows why we're moving to Songnam as well. Um, I mean... In part of that, it's not just only for the refurbishment. At the same time, the the people in um, that area, the Moran, especially for the small shop uh, owners, asking their uh, city council members to ask, you know, can you get can you get more home games at Moran? Okay. Ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you think this could be a, a regular thing where they yeah they split? They try to make it out, but uh, this time they got a reason fair fair enough to do. But I think is if it's too successful. There might be considerations out there, like okay. uh, yeah, to be in more so, and more. So Songnam could end up doing the same as like I mean other teams like Gangwon, for example, that they, they go around local, they kind of smaller areas. I mean Gangwon are picking Wonju, Gangnam, right? <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah. I, I mean I think they were K two when they played in Wonju, right? I can't imagine them being K one playing Wonju. It's almost like the Ulsan's playing in Sosan like a yeah. few days every so, year so so maybe maybe next year as well we'll maybe see like a couple of games against Moran probably games that are not important you know Seoul come to town those kind yeah. of things right? do, do you remember a couple of years ago no. we had we had those uh, friendly games where they took Kaylee games around the country yeah oh, right. it was a one off thing they did They did that one year never done it since have they you think we should bring that back I do I mean I, think I went to see Seoul versus was that song now in Ansong um, I think what? Seoul versus someone in Ansong anyway okay I'm not sure wasn't it, there was a game with Hwasong or something like that, right? I remember, no? Am I thinking the same thing or am I thinking something completely different? Uh, it was probably about four years ago. Yeah, I'm, I, I they definitely took, they remember. They took it to cities with no K-League history to sort of give them a chance to see a K-League game. Yeah, I, I do feel like, like I city know versus country and then. But it wasn't a proper K-League like fixture. It was a, a round of friendlies. Huh. I mean, of... I know Songnam did something similar when they had that and... Oh, I always confuse... The footballer and we Anjong Gun and I don't want to say that name again. And I don't the the guy I always get his name wrong. Anjong Hwan. Anjong Hwan. Yeah. I always confuse him with the guy that the the, the Korean Braveheart. Anyway, um, 
Right, I know when, when he formed that, that team, that kind of charity team for the guys who couldn't make it, yeah. I know yeah. a song that I played them in Two Friendlies. Oh, it's kind of a, in yeah, on the TV show, and yeah. One was outside of Tanjon, and I know a song that I played them twice. I think yeah, it's kind of a bit of reality well. shows yeah. on the TV, like they bring out like some football talents. And yeah. At Tanjon, there was like some, some ridiculous like 10,000 fans at Tanjon. True, watched that, true, 10, 12,000 something, yeah. Crazy. But I think it's more like, the, it could be good, like the once a year, like uh, they, what they do in A League. In Australia as well, like they do some kind of one uh, country game, like you know, you sort of like going out, try to just um, brand out like your yeah. team out to some more rural area. But I think it's this outskirts of your own city. Yeah. But what happened actually last month, I think, like the Wellington Phoenix, it's obviously New Zealand team, they play their the country game in New South Wales in Sydney. Okay. So it's more like the three hours to taking the plate to see your home right. game. That doesn't work so much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sometimes that happens. But uh, yeah. I think like a general um, fixture and whole, um, the frames is pretty good for that. I mean, know? I wouldn't mind going to Moran once a year. I, th- I think that's okay. Or, or yeah. maybe once a year maybe is the fine. cup games in or something. Or something. Yeah, if uh, you're not imposing good. moving your team permanently. Yeah. So it's going to be fine anyways. So obviously, season tickets are on sale. Uh, just one quick thing I want to say, and then we'll, we'll get Paul's take yeah. on, on, on FC. So... But season, season tickets are on sale. There is a black zone season ticket. Mm-hmm. It's still the same price, 90000 Obviously, yeah. when they move back to Tanchon, that's going to be back in the temporary stand. Yeah. Having never really watched the game, I said on the reserve game where I sat at the halfway line, what is the view going to be like for, for the black zone season ticket at, at Moran? No, it's still all right. It's like, you know, the back in 2010 or something, like the people when they just trans temporarily um, return to the uh, Moran they said like you know it's just like they, at least the our sporting view is much better than the Tanjin <coughs> back then they don't have a temporary stand okay but this time like you know it's just the right it's not really the bad as much as you know you see any kind of other civil stadiums yeah like Anyang has got it's pretty si- similar yeah. oh, okay so it's yeah. not so it's like Anyang Suwon FC yeah yeah like, kind so of because yeah. the view and the Behind the goals at Tanchon is the worst yeah, view. Yeah, it's not about view, it's, it's about roof when it comes to yeah. the rains, to be honest. Yeah, because yeah. Moran is no roof at all, right? Yeah. None of the stands have a roof, or maybe maybe the main stand might have Just a roof. Just only your main stands. Oh, Part okay. of main stand, actually, yeah. Okay, okay, sweet. okay, Bob, was there any fixture that jumped out for you? I mean, obviously you were probably looking for a super match, whatever that will be. Children's Day. Children's oh, Day. yeah. God. Round what 10. A, what, what a coincidence. What a day to put... <laughs> A super match on Children's Day, right? Away yeah. in Sue one, yeah. Away in Sue one, okay. Uh, anything else? Like any other kind of games that you're eagerly anticipating? Any away trips that you think this year is going to be the, the big one I want to and, do? Uh, some of midweek games, maybe? Yeah, I've already got them in a second. Ulsan right? are um, away at Ulsan twice midweek, so I won't be going there this <laughs> year. Okay. Um, Cheju, I think, on Sunday in a midweek one, so that's probably going to be out this year. Mm hmm. Um, obviously looking forward to visiting the new stadium in Tegu uh, the other one I want to do but not for footballing reasons is Sangju yeah. because you know a couple of years ago I cycled Seoul to Pusan yeah. which is one track and then there's like an, a spur which goes Sangju to Andong hmm. so I've been trying to figure out when Seoul play there in weather when it's going to be suitable to cycle and also it's an evening match so I can hmm. s- cycle from Andong down to Sangju take the game and then head back to Seoul and I think that'll be this year Okay, sweet. Cool. I've been in Sangju. I've been outside the stadium. Yeah. I've been right up to the gate, and then there was no game on. I think Sangju's underrated. 
I, I've never been inside it, but I, I, I really want to get into it. Oh, the, the ground's crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> the city itself is oh, oh, The city was fantastic, but I haven't been in the ground. So hopefully, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I want to get inside. You can it, compare them to the Moran one. Yeah. You know? And I completely agree. Definitely 100% I want to get into Daegu. I think. You're welcome to join me cycling from Andong to Sangju. <laughs> yeah, I don't cycle it. We can do some some, some Makuli. Yeah, I don't yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to cycle down to Songnam on that first first weekend as well second weekend as well if the yeah, weather's cool. warm enough okay. welcome to join me save on the the, uh, the uh, subway fare I don't think you're allowed to to cycle back absolutely smashed no you can take the sub- subway back <laughs> okay okay, <laughs> okay. Um, obviously Tom they, they, you mentioned midweek fixtures yeah, there uh, K-League a... has changed something right this right. year yeah they used to have like a bit of a Wednesday games like until last year just for the K-League one and it's a song that fun. I can say like when the first, the most, one of the most thing I really excited about like being in the K one was there's no bloody Monday night football. Yeah. It was killed K two. And K League one now <laughs> adopted like Tuesday night football. Yeah. <laughs> which is a part of like the midweek games, and I think like I just uh, thoroughly look at like the most of um, the games announced by far. Five games, midweek games, and then only one fixture out of them, they allocated like the nearby teams. Yeah. Anywhere else, like you, Paul, you mentioned about like the Ulsan versus Seoul ish, like too far away to travel yeah. in the middle of the week, you know, it's so. Know. We're looking at hugely low, hugely low, is that even possible? Terribly low. Bigly uh, low. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question. I wondered, is the reason why K League won this year brought in Tuesday games is to give somewhere. For Subban Blue Wings and FC Soul fans to go midweek. Oh. This is the ACL, right? They keep saying more TV coverage. They said it was for TV coverage, yeah. TV yeah. coverage. If anyone can remember, I mean, I, I guess they, the Monday night games of K2 were on the TV. They were on Sport TV. They weren't on Try to BC or anything. They were on. Actually, no, they, they were only on, on Sport TV. But no one attended them. Like, they, no one was actually at the games. Like, yeah. Nobody went. And I don't imagine attendances at, at Tuesday are going to be big. But then again, as Paul has commented and said on, on many an occasion, the K-League doesn't really care about people actually going to the games, right? The K-League doesn't really care about the attendances. They care more about the TV rights than, than the, the actual punter going. Um, not going to talk about Friday games? Uh, well, the first, the first ever opening game was on Friday, uh, yeah. March 1st. But that is a holiday. That is something day. Liberation day. Yeah. Is it okay? Um, no, 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 it's... Um, is that, if, I, I hope that's Liberation Day because I will be liberating Changwon of always Makali. Not this time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, Thursday, um, but, um, what's March 1st then? The, um, the movement. The... Independence. Yeah, independence movement. Okay, the, so... Like national, my, yeah, size. Okay, so I'm fully intending on my legs moving independently <laughs> of my body. <laughs> <laughs> After all the market, I'm going to drink in China one. That joke doesn't work as much as the liberation one. <laughs> right. But each team has been guaranteed one home game on a Friday yeah. throughout the season. Mm. Again, I, th- I assume it's to do with football. Uh, sorry, TV. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe football, right? Because it is a yeah, football. Nothing to do with football. Actually, like, there was a kind of articles, like, interviewed, um, the Korean media interviewed, like, the head of a K-League and asking them, is there a particular reason you choose something like you choose the, the Tuesday game which means you took uh, you chose um, TV coverage over the actual crowd at the stadium and he said yes 
he can't deny it. He said, yeah. like, but oh. he said, like, I was like, wow, really? You don't really even like try to hide it. But I mean, get, Friday get, night games might work. People yeah. tend to finish work a little bit earlier on a Friday. I mean, Friday night games might just work. Uh, the thing about Monday night games that I, I understood it was a bad. It didn't work, but I understand the logic behind it is Monday night. There's no baseball. There's never any baseball on, on a Monday night. Tuesday's the first baseball game of of the new week, right? Because yeah. it finishes on Sunday, right? And then the fixers start again on Tuesday. I think that's how it works. The plates are five times or something, right? Um, but anyway, there's definitely a Tuesday game uh, on on the on the baseball calendar, uh, and I'm a bit, a bit concerned that that's going to hugely impact on like any viewing figures as well. Never mind attendances. Um, so. Bad idea in my in my book. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Luke, the other day, and we were comparing the crowds at football and ba- and baseball, and he was basically saying that baseball is like having the TV on in the background while you do something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. You can just sit there and chat and whatever. Whereas when you go to football, you have to keep paying attention yeah. all the time to yeah. to follow what the game is. Yeah. So that's, that's the biggest problem. If you're just going for a yeah. casual night out, baseball's better because you can just do what you want and. Yeah. Look up from time to time. Yeah, it's, more, yeah, it's more like you know, my friends just who just um, been in a football stadium first time. They say keep say the same thing. It's like you know when you go to a baseball game, there's a lot of chat between yourselves mm-hmm. and uh, you know have a kind of team act together and like sharing your stories. And then you see something happen on the ground, like share the moments together. But when you go to the football grounds, there's nothing like that. You just yeah. to, you know keep watching the game and then you're yeah. you know, like a crazy man looking, staring at the ball in the middle of the park. Yeah, so. That's the thing. I mean, it's like baseball doesn't need any attention, whereas football generally does. Yeah. Okay. We alluded earlier on, there was a couple of chase stories. I guess we'll kind of move on to them really briefly. Yep. Uh, Paul, mm-hmm. you, you, want to, the, you, you want to give us the soul chase one first? Uh, no, I want to give you the Kangbook chair. Uh, the the Kangbook? I'm all over the place. The Chumbook. We very well end up managing Kangbook. So, another bonus question I had was uh, come the split, where will Che Kangi be? Will he be in ten- <laughs> oh. Tianjin? Apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> will he be back at Chumbook? Will he be unemployed or what? Um, so. Hmm. Before a ball's been kicked in anger, he's been given his marching orders. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything officially come out and being confirmed yet, but the rumours are that the whole team has gone under, right? Yep. Uh, due to whatever, some board takeover or something, come corporate issues. So originally, Pato got his contract terminated, I think it was, and then slowly but surely the, the rumour mill started, and yeah, she's been. The first thing I saw, he'd been asked to take a pay cut, and then it was. Him, which is basically terminated. Yeah, yeah. So Chu Kangi, having left two in a row champions, John Book, <laughs> is now potentially going to be unemployed before the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, when what what month will he be back at John Book as director of football, manager, wherever? Um, I think he'll be employed at another K League team. You think? Yep. <laughs> Which team is employing him? Ulsan. Ulsan? When, mm. when they have a terrible start to the season with their Galactico squad, they'll get rid of what's-his-face and bring in Che Gangi. Okay. You heard it here first. Did you hear it first? Yeah. Okay. I think, like, John can just hire him as another title. It's like the same tactic like the Soul Elite has been of football. Yeah, yeah it's kind of... He'll be, he'll be DOF by the end of the month. Dejan and you know a lot of teams yeah. doing like that like even Daegu like a lot of people keep talking about Andres the one who's just sitting in front of the bench but actually who's got all the tactics and to bring the players down is Cho Guanlei yeah 
So I would be I, I would be stunned if he if he isn't a director of football at John Book by March. Yeah. I hope it happens after the deadline for this question. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I have to think of another question. Okay, uh, FC Souls chair. Uh, yeah, he's uh, been getting a lot. So FC Seoul haven't done well in the transfer market at all so far. I think they've got True. three players in, two of which were returning from military service and loans out, mm. uh, and they've got a bunch of sort of university students that they've recruited. Yep. Apart from nothing else, they got the yeah. one the one foreigner from Uzbekistan, right? Yep. Who played last night? Alibayev. Started. Um, but apparently he's been feeling a lot of stress, so he uh, kind of passed out, collapsed. Surajata. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank I, you for that one. <laughs> it's, probably easier, it's, it's easier for you to say than for me to translate. He had a funny turn. He had a funny turn, yeah? Yeah. Um, well, he's okay, obviously. I mean, you know, rest up, Che. Well, uh, I think he probably came back thinking... Well, if he if he had to take the time off for health reasons, then maybe Che could come to Seoul. <laughs> so Che out, Che in. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep the same chant going for the rest of the season as well, right? Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah, I've got to imagine he, he probably didn't imagine FC Seoul was going to be quite the job that it is. And he maybe still thought it was back in the day when he could, you know, bring players back like Dehan or whatever. But I think those days at FC Seoul, for now... Are not are not there. Yeah, even they lose Lee Sang Ho. Yeah. Due to yeah. And yeah. Uh, the old defender guy, Kwak Tae Hee's gone. Kwak Tae Hee uh, to Gyeongnam. To Gyeongnam. Uh, and Shin Jin to Wilson. Yep. And boy to Pohang. Yeah. Uh, Shim Sang Min. Shim Sang Min. Shin Wang Hun. Yeah. Shin Wang Hun to Gangwon. Yeah. Is he just got a problem with shins? That's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in four there, right? And shins that, yeah. And I think a lot of Seoul fans like then is actually weakening the squad. The uh, lone players returning from Sapporo, Anderson. Anderson, yeah. yeah. I think like he's not, no friends, he's not welcoming him at all. Okay, so Anderson's away, right? He's gone. Yeah. He went yeah. back, right? Okay. So the foreigners for the season so far, well, you, all four foreigners are done, right? Uzbekistan guy, Matic, Osmar, uh, Devandro, right? Devandro. Yeah. Although he's not on Wikipedia. Mm. Think but of that what you will. Allegedly, he's supposed to have. Extended or his stay or something, yeah. Extended, I hope he hasn't extended. Whatever, whatever it's called, yeah. So not a great uh, transfer window so far, so far. That's with keeps in so far for so for for um, for Songnam. It's been well. They're, they're calling yeah. it the Avengers. We, we talked about this a, a little bit last week. Right. Tommy, yeah. you want to take us through a little bit? Yeah, but um, the names. it seemed like we just took the uh, spine of the team in Gwangju, especially. Like, yeah. uh, except in Na Sang-ho, who left to Tokyo. Uh, An Yong-gyu and Kim Dong-yeon, who actually, like, you know, is part of the Pohang team, but uh, he loaned out to uh, Gwangju. We uh, got them, and which means, like, we got a better defense now. Um, but uh, still, like, we uh, let the Yoon Young-sun join Ulsan, yeah. which is big loss. But still, like um, you got a bit pretty good like midfielders, but the issue is the forwards. Well, either has resigned, yeah, uh, or extended, or whatever whatever you, you want to call but it, right? Do you expect any kind of a great finishes out of him? To be honest, well, the boy from from Butchard, whose name I can never remember, Kong um, Minyan. Yeah, he he started last season with like scoring five and five. Um, yeah, but um, then he kind of tailed off. But then again, so did Pop. So I think that, that whole Butchon team tailed off after the first six, seven games. Right. Um, first ten games, I guess. Uh, so maybe, maybe... I mean, some of them have... 
when was the last time Son Amasi had a prolific goal scorer? I mean, even when when Wang Yejo was playing, he wasn't prolific. I mean, no, you know, he played with like Namjoon Jay, but Thiago maybe. Thiago probably yeah, was the last 2016. Yeah, that was the time. Uh, and there's no chance of him coming back because no, Jose Mourinho said that Thiago is 100% staying allegedly at John Brook. Yeah? Yeah, maybe like the Cheo Beg's got to be good additions. To be honest, like the, yeah. when he was in the Seoul Elans, he was pretty good uh, player. So like even like teams like Seoul or Suwon, um, you know. Yeah, these days it's all changes so not, I'm not going to mention solo Suwon but uh, even teams like Ulsan is like they're chasing after him but uh, somehow like the Songnam statue from the uh, Elands yeah so I mean I think definitely would I see the team stronger I don't know if the team's stronger as such I mean I think losing uh, Yoon Young Sun potentially losing M Chai Min he's, he's allegedly yeah. going to John Book it's just a matter of time until that money's or until that deal was done uh, so the defence looks weaker obviously we're going to have uh, Kim Dong Jun's coming back right hopefully from injury um, so yeah I mean I don't expect this to be challenging for an ACL spot but I don't expect this to be fighting relegation but either but remember yourself about a year ago what you said about like Nam Kiel's new team you barely knows about anyone in the sport yeah, yeah. I mean that's that, that, the yeah. thing is but I, I think what, what Nam can do this time is that if you, if you look at how Song Nam played in the first half of the season and the second half of the season I mean I kept trying to defend this like on the podcast and to other people the, the way Songnam started this season was exceptional because there was no pressure on them yeah. once they were leading the the league I think the, the team went to pieces because there was too much pressure True. that pressure's not going to be on them in the K1 yeah. all they have to do is finish above the playoff spot I mean True. I'm not saying all they have to do but Sangju Inchon you know are going to they've the the Sanju team looks way weaker than it did last year. Inter yeah. have lost several good players. So for, for me, I, I think maybe Nam will have the, the ability to play with that freedom that he played with at the beginning yeah. of last season. In which situation, in which case, sorry, I think we might see a relatively comfortable True. team, um, comfortable season. I think it all depends on on how 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 they start. It's a terrible start. I mean, Gyeongnam, Home to Seoul, Home to Suwon, <laughs> Blue Wings, it's an awful start. But come out of that with nine points and you're laughing. Yeah, but it's going to be fine, to be honest. Like when you mentioned about Seoul and Suwon, I just, you know, well, yeah, reminding yeah. you again. Like, but the thing is, um, Nam's been at the K-League 1 for a couple of seasons before with Gwangju. Yeah. and know how to be surviving but the uh, thing is actually he's really his weaknesses is like about like the recruiting the foreign players yeah yeah I mean he which is essential in K-League 1 I mean he, he, he brought Borez um, he, he signed him for Guangzhou and then brought him to uh, Songnam and I mean he played what he, he, I think he was a terrible player he signed this uh, Martinique boy who we know nothing about yeah yeah he must but, be a good friend of him I think like because they speak both in French yeah and uh, so Bonnet is still there right yeah still he, he was but the thing year. is like nobody could find him from like the Songnam the uh, prison training in the Chiang Mai yeah. in Thailand so, so maybe, I think like I'm not sure like what's going on out there to be honest I mean I have a I have a huge crush on either and I think he's an exceptional player he was by <laughs> yeah. far the best player in the K2 oh my hopefully, god hopefully oh, I, I think he was head and shoulders it's, off it's your Huang Yijo in Songnam right <laughs> yeah so hopefully he can he can kind of kick on again this season as well and I think as long as you know as long as Kim Dong Jun's back and yeah maybe right. we can do, do, do not too bad obviously most of the talk we've talked about uh, so Songnam we mentioned John Book I mean John Book strengthened even further yeah, uh, this week there was a confirmed signing of uh, Moon Sun Min. Min. <laughs> it was like the very speculated, like I mean, a lot. 
and Inchon fans were really upset that before yeah. because like just the interview then afterwards like he was not in, um, the uh, be a part of the teams now in the Dubai. Yeah. Um, Bento told him like the you uh, lack of ability of being a multiplayer. Yeah. So um, Moon interviewed as like hey uh, so which means I need to play up in a high level. Okay. So which imposes that Inchon is not a high level at all and he yeah. wished to leave. Yeah, and uh, Incheon fans was upset, and uh, Moon's wife is well known as an Incheon fan. Oh, and really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's a hardcore Incheon fan, and after they met, actually met in like the, the his holidays in Incheon, and uh, since his departure is confirmed, um, the uh, the wife put up some Instagram post saying that there was something bad treat from the uh, you know head of uh, Incheon okay. to Moon. That's why he left. But you know, to, nobody knows the truth. Yeah. So, but he um, has joined John Book's Galacto. Yeah. Galacti Galacticos. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, like, still, like, comparing to uh, transfer lists, the Ulsan is the one who's taking the role, you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, for now, um, they're pretty fine with their own squad. So the only last puzzle would be um, they're currently linked to Im Chemin. Yeah. From Songnam. So I think, like, they try to strengthen their defense. Yeah. Maybe they can bring the whole uh, the meal set. From the Tianjin Tianhai with okay. the Kwon Kyungwon, the former Jumbo defender. Yeah. So yeah, I, we will see like what's coming on li- lately. But um, uh, we never know until like they finish the end of the uh, transfer market. Okay. And I know that the the guy at Jumbo, uh, the two brothers. Uh, ah, yeah, goalkeepers like the Lee Bum Young, yeah. No, no, the two, the two brothers, oh, yeah. Hong, the, the two Hong brothers. Yeah, 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 uh, right, yeah, yeah. Hong, the Hong money was on yeah. loan from China. Has Hong Jong Ho, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. Right, because he he only wants to play with his brother. Yeah, so he's come back as well. So 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 I guess I mean John Book are going to be the team you'd be obviously obviously going forward. True. Uh, yeah. Next year, um, talking about teams to beat, uh, Su Blue Wings announced <laughs> their AFC spot was yeah, uh, filmed it was by like, the, <laughs> disaster. Really careful with this one uh, with the announcement of the Iranian uh, yeah. international Shahad Sahadi. Yep. Uh, then twenty four hours later, it was they got shot off Sahad. Yeah, Sahaji, um, it was it, it was like the thing is like the fans actually accused of the team like the how you couldn't catch that before you signed them. Yeah, and then like the club announced that we already knew about that, but we thought it was gonna be any problem. And then like you know it's it's true because like the, he actually got punished in Iran before. Yeah, and then like, but the player himself like saw the reaction of the Suwon fans maybe saw Mary in the comment yeah. section or something yeah. and then saying I don't want to you know sign with you anymore oh okay yeah and then that's the excuse because like you know nobody gonna like oh we're gonna buy your uh, <laughs> excuses so um, I think like it's gonna kind of hold disaster it's, for them yeah I mean it's, yeah. It, it's kind of almost so Eland-esque yeah. when like a couple of years ago Eland announced three signings on, on their Instagram and none of them right. signed right yeah. the actual like photographs on them they actually photoshopped their head oh my on God. an Eland player as you know here here he is and none of the three of them two of them sorry, signed yeah that's really typical bad. Korean the all day uh, football yeah. so <laughs> any other big transfer stories that you see screaming out I mean there's actually yeah. one that just before we look at the, the K1 uh, one more I want to talk about is the K2 guy. Uh, Suwon FC have signed the Nigerian uh, yeah, striker, striker. Who, who apparently knocked back Motherwell FC in the SPL oh. to come to Suwon. And he played for the Swedish Division 2. And he said that playing for Suwon FC, he will quadruple his wages. Oh, so, oh my God. No idea what that means about the Swedish second tier. 
or what it means, how much money Subway FC are thrown at their foreigners, I have no idea. Yeah. They had the oh failed attempt last year of the, the MLB. No, MLS. MLS last yeah. year, right? <laughs> These no, no, baseballs. No. Yeah, but what, no, they called it. That's what they called them. M- MB. Oh, I can't remember what they called it now. That amazing. <laughs> Hold amazing the acronyms campaign. coming up from you. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was MLB. It was Matthias. Lima and Bruno. That oh. was the three guys who did their, their three foreigners. Ah, oh, got it. I got what you mean. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got what you mean now. MLB. Yeah. That didn't work. And uh, now no. they've brought in this Nigerian guy and another guy from the MLS. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Velasquez? Yes. Yeah, Who was signed at the end of last year. Yeah. So it, it does seem this as if... team's name was pretty unique. Real Munak. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it, it does seem as if they are looking back over in, in, into MLS. Yeah. One player that they won't have playing for them or gracing any Korean pitch anymore, or actually any football pitch anymore, is uh, Lair, Adrian Lair, who yep. hung up his boots last week to take a, a yeah. job working in marketing, sports marketing for, I want to say it's Adidas, but I'm not sure which one yeah. it is. Yeah, Adidas, it's Australia, I think, yeah. I guess. Um, so good luck to him and his yeah. career. He was an absolute legend. Uh, We'd be quite a lot of banter on Twitter. <laughs> um, um, yeah, both be, for this one and the medal victory. Yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be sorely missed. Sorely missed. True. I like him a lot. True. Um, so back on the key one, anything major jump out? Any other things we haven't talked about? Yeah, it's like, you know, actually I catch over Ulsan, but in the meantime, like Gyeongnam's got pretty good um, new signings, like a Ko Gyeongmin from Busan. Okay. And Park Gidong from Suwon. And uh, you just mentioned about like Kwak Tehi. As well, mm-hmm. but we still don't know about where the Malkal is heading into. So okay. um, it's kind of the sort of thing I, like we were waiting I for. follow him on Instagram, and whatever he's heading, he's having the time of his life. <laughs> yeah. he's he's a, he's he's water park central. Mm. Uh, he's he's. I think he's in Thailand right now with his family. Yeah. Um, so I, I, he hasn't put anything there. I haven't seen any, you know, airplanes with Chinese flags to indicate he's he's, he's moving to China. Yeah. I think he, he seems to be enjoying the close season. Um, cool. We've got to see how it's going to end up. Hopefully yeah. he'll he'll be back at Gyeongnam, but I think that's huge. Really? Do you want to looking forward to see him in the first game of the season? <laughs> I don't, but I think the K League needs to keep that kind of talent. He is, oh, he's absolutely true. Player. Yeah, especially for their ACL, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully they can keep him, but if not, then yeah. Um, yeah. Good luck to him, whatever he goes. For Pohang, actually, um, after they heard, like, they're going to sign the Wanderson. Yeah. Who's been playing for John Nam? Actually, yep. a lot of John Nam fans say sorry for their Posco brothers. Saying, okay. Like, it's like he's not a. He's not a Best player of their uh, John Dunn for the last season is the other hands, to be honest. Yeah. That's what the John Dunn fans say. So pretty interesting what Poong's got. So uh, we'll see how it's going to end up like at the end of the season, to be honest. And um, Jeju United, while they're uh, leaving their talents like a Jin Sung-Hook and Ryu Sung-Hoo, they're going to be in the military service mm-hmm. to Sangju. But they got Aguila. Yeah, from Incheon. Yeah, one of the most talented players in the K-League right now. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I mean, yeah. Inchon have kept a hold of Magosa so far. They terminated the contract of Kubi. Mm. Kubi, Kobe, during, yeah. during the week. A PR, so, yep. they have now, uh, basically, yeah, I mean, Inchon lost Moon, lost Kobe, lost uh, Aguilar. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they were the guys that kept him up. Yeah, to be honest. It's it seems like they're gonna change their style because like they signed up like the John Nam's one of the best players, uh, Ho Yong Jun. Okay. And uh Kim Gunan from Gyeongnam. So I think like they try to just more stabilized uh, midfield to be honest. But um the thing is they're still on the kind of uh, one of the 
you know, people's ex expectations of the decision is going to be like they're going to be sitting at somewhere bottom of the yeah, yeah. table. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll do a prediction episode that we get closer to the time, but my money already is on Sanjay. <laughs> Signed oh relegated and Sean playoff song Nam third bottom. That's that's already All my All right, process. we're gonna see how like what the Sangju and Incheon fans gonna say. Yes, yes, <laughs> they don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if there's nothing else, sorry, we we wrap it up. Yep, wrap it up. Like um, Gangwon FC, actually, they signed up like the Bosnian top scorer. Okay. Yeah, Bilbia from yeah, the Zrinski. Yeah, and then he's pretty like a good player. He looks like on the Wikipedia at least. Okay. But we'll see how he's gonna be on turned up in the uh, on the pitch. Well, Tom, you're a Celtic fan, and you always remember us saying Raphael Shite, <laughs> who, who, who looked exceptional on YouTube. Yeah, um, no. so we'll see how he goes. Yeah, another Sebo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, maybe like the one of the interesting one gonna be like uh, as a Songnam fan, to be honest, like the Shin Tae Young's son. Yeah, was uh, recruited by the Chae Young Soo to FC Seoul. Yeah, interesting that one. Yeah, out of the Korean uni uh, university, so. I don't know how it's going to be end up, but like the, he was used to be a kind of path of uh, Ki Sung-yong, okay. who's been at John Paul College, actually uh, Shin Tae-yong's school okay. in uh, Australia. So I think like he's a follow the trail, so uh, we'll see how it's going to be end up. Okay. And um, there's a lot of rumors still, like um, her, the, you know, you remember Kim Sung-jun for Sung-nam, and now he's a sole player, the okay. midfielder. Yeah. He's linked up to Ulsan okay. right now, and uh, Shin Hwa-yong. <laughs> To Gangwon. Gangwon, okay. Yes. He's, he, he's still, he was free by, by the Blue Wings and he, he still was no contract, right? True, and then also like the Blue Wings like to enhance their goalkeeper positions by uh, getting, saying that, you know, they never been, but like, you know, Kim Dasol from I mean, Suwon FC. There's no denying Kim Dasol's a good goalkeeper, but yeah. I think Shen's a better keeper and quite wider than Shen. I agree with you, goal. to be honest. I don't, I don't know why they're that Got goal. a lot of experience, to um, be honest, like uh, Kim Dasol hasn't yeah. got, so. So interesting, I mean, like, I think that's a strange one. I think we've talked before, you know, about how our Samsung cutting budgets. Yeah. And uh, you've got to look at it and say that Samsung definitely don't look as if the Blue Wings is is their little plaything anymore. It does look as if mm. Blue Wings are going to Blue Wings fans should probably get used to uh, not fighting for <laughs> titles off or. Uh, True. ACL even, crowns any 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 time soon. Yeah. yeah. Even one good one of my good friends, like who just always like to try to make a banter against me, like about Songnam. He's a Suwon fan. He told me like he's the least expectations going to be made to season out. So, yeah. I mean, they've still got Dehan, they've still got Wagenino, they've still got a lot of good players there. But I think definitely. Uh, yeah, they are overburdened to be honest. Yeah. When you when you see them playing, like you see that like Dehan's try to make something out, but he looks like he's still playing under the. Um, who was that? The Hwang Sono. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the last one is actually questioning about like what, what are going to be like the Daegu's. Because uh, they're going to be in first day ACL in their club history. Yep, that's correct. Which means like they need more squad depth, yep. but there's no notable signings. Okay. But a couple of guys, just five of them, like they actually joined them from Kimhae City. Okay. And the Gyeongnam, Busan, Bucheon. So it's more like... Try to be this similar to the Songnam's tactic, like to bring Last someone year, from yeah, the no, yeah. Yeah, lower leagues. But the thing is, no, none of them actually really notable that much as Songnam's pedigree. Okay, and so. going to be interesting to see how they're going to fare in the, in the, in the ACL. I mean, uh, maybe I'm going to be there in the Amy Park to okay. see them playing against the Melbourne Victory. We'll definitely we'll get a yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get a match report after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Okay, okay sweet. Okay, cool. so I guess the only thing to do is we're, we're going to, we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up there. Yep. Um, I guess we, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, 
Songnam looking as if they're trying to sign the Avengers of, of, oh, yeah. of the K2. So I guess it's only fitting that we lead out with, with the Avengers theme tune, yeah? Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> sweet. Okay, Tom, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Paul, you. thank you very much as well. Yep. And I'm sure I'll see you guys next week, yeah? See ya. Good night. <laughs>